The blast from our past network. This week on Talking Back, we learn about a completely different type of Stairmaster. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today is bro host Dean. Dean, how's it going? Good, Tim. I love that. That one I love. Bro host. Bro host. Awesome. My brain came up with that all by itself. Wow, amazing. <laughs> you have quite the brain over there. <laughs> yeah, it's good for a couple things. Bro host being one of them. Um, coming up with that was one of them, yeah. Okay. And other than that, just, I don't know, paying bills, calculating That's what bills. your brain is good at? My brain is actually awful at that, so it's good <laughs> that it's, your brain's good at that. I find that very hard. It gets a lot of practice <laughs> at that one. Okay, yeah, true. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, pretty good. How about you? Good. We are here good. for week two of our... I don't, we don't even really have a name for it. We're just doing like a, a spooky Halloween month. Yeah, super spooky October. Scary. Uh, yeah, wicked October. Witch of the West. <laughs> wicked, scary month of terror and destruction. Yes, we're, and we're horror. Gonna, we're going to destroy the listeners' hopes and dreams. Okay, I like that. We're going to terrify them yeah, so yeah. hard that they stop listening. Okay, that but is a That's good my goal, is by the end of this month, we have zero listeners. <laughs> wow, yeah, that is a great because goal. Because they're so scared. I actually like this. They're so scared this of, be tough. of what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, yeah, this is good. This is good. We Well, we, we, we came out of the, uh, the gate swinging uh, last week. Yeah. That's a good one to start with if you want to start losing listeners, is, is scare everybody with that. Right. So, Tim, how did the numbers go after the first week? Did we lose a bunch of listeners? No, we didn't lose any. But this week, I promise we'll lose listeners okay. this week. Okay. Fair. Uh, Great. I'm excited. I, I don't now. know how yet, but by the end of this episode, we'll figure out a way. You know what? I just like goals. I like having a goal. It's true. And so, yeah, just like losing listeners being the goal. All right. We have something to strive yeah, for. Yeah, we got something to go for here. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do that. So. Um, it might be better than our goal of gaining listeners. Um, it's an interesting goal. It is, yeah. It reminds me of when I was a kid, I would play solitaire on the computer, and they have like a running money total. And oh, I think I won so many, yes. I won so many games in a row that I got up to like $5,000, like whatever, fake dollars in solitaire. And I was like, you know what would be cool? If I tried my best and lost $5,000, wouldn't that be insane? And so I did that. Oh, okay. I played so many rounds of solitaire. I mean, I had to, I had had to fudge it a bit in some of them where I tried to lose, but I tried to see if I could lose so many games in a row that I went down five, $5,000. Interesting. Yeah. I think you were playing like the, the version of solitaire that like lets you win every time you're probably playing the one where every game there's a possible winner because that's an option. And if you don't play that, because what I was going to say is I played Solitaire 2, and I got to the negative, like, 3,000 just by playing normally. Like, trying to nice, win, yeah, I got down yeah. there. Because I think there's a version of the game where you can't 
win every time. Like as soon as you start the game, I don't think there's even a chance you could win just the way the decks laid out. Right. So right. I played straight up and got into like the minus three thousands and then I'd like restart the game and pretend like that didn't happen. But so yeah, so I think I-, I wonder if, I wonder if we can not only lose all of our listeners, oh, but somehow offend people in the negative column. So that I like where this is going. People won't even like people who know listeners won't even listen. Maybe we can get to like negative a certain number of listeners somehow. I like that. I'm trying to figure out how that's possible. How you could have a negative listener. I like it though. We just offend our listeners so much that they go out and word of mouth us and spread like a a virus. They spread out into the world and just the name talking back offends people when they hear it yes yes so someone who's never actually listened but they know yeah they never will that's a negative listener exactly yeah yeah i wonder if we could start tracking negative listeners somehow yeah that'd be good yeah i'll just i'll just throw it out whenever i'm like out at the on the street for a walk i'll just whenever i'm passing people oh have you ever heard of talking back and we'll see we'll see if it starts to pick up and if somebody just says oh yeah yeah i heard never listen to that right if someone slaps you across the face (laughs) then you know so this is another one of our genius ideas for the producers and owners of uh podcast uh apps out there yeah Yeah. you should start tracking negative listeners that's Mm -hmm. that's a category i'd be very interested in so just throwing it out there um uh, speaking of movies (laughs) dean yes it's my new segue the new way i like to segue stuff it never fails this is it can do no wrong it's it's always perfect. It's always Tim. perfect. It always fits. It's always perfect. We are going to talk about a movie from one of the masters of horror this week. Excellent. Yeah, we're going to do The People Under the Stairs. Cool. Tim. Yes. I had never even heard of this movie. Not surprised. Uh, until. I was on a podcast called Ready to Retro talking about the Mighty Ducks. That was a great character. episode, by the way. Shout out oh, to the you. Ready to Retro podcast. Yeah, for uh, sure. We, it was so them. much fun. Everybody there is great. I love them. So we're talking about the Mighty Ducks. And this kid who's in this movie is in the Mighty Ducks. And they like to run down the cast. Fun thing to do. They get to this kid and they're like, that's the kid and the people under the stairs. I don't even know what that is. I, I right. Tim, if you listen back to the tapes, totally pretended I knew what it was. Mm. That's my, that's my jam. Like I'll pretend I know what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no idea. Never heard of it before. Uh, cool. I knew that this kid was in the Mighty Ducks. Cool. Because I have seen the Mighty Ducks. Okay. I refused okay. to cover it on the episode. So you went elsewhere yeah. to cover it because your passion yeah. runs so deep for the so Ducks. So deep. So deep. I had to talk about the Ducks. Yeah. But. I have seen it, and I did know that, and I did know that. So I thought you might uh, appreciate seeing this uh, this young gentleman in this movie. Totally. He's good. Everybody's good. Everybody is good. This is a strange movie, Tim. It is a bit strange, but I like it. But like, like in it. a great way. Yes, in a great way. You can't really categorize this movie. No. It, True. Um, it, it, it's like, okay, this is going to sound stupid, but this movie has a certain feel to it. And I know what you're mm-hmm. going to say, Dean. You're going to say, well, Tim, 
all movies have a certain feel to them. And that's why I prefaced it with this is going to sound dumb. But okay. let me continue. No, it sounds great so far, Tim. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> this I promise you this isn't one of those dead-end bits that I get halfway and then have to uh, just give up. Right. This is not a bit at all. Um, w- what this movie has is a feeling to it, unlike any other movie. I haven't really come across another movie that has all of the elements going on that this movie has going on. Like mm-hmm. It's like it's a horror movie, mm-hmm. um, and horror... Even you can break that down a little bit. You know, it's like it's got like jump scares. It's got um, um, just kind of like we're not showing you what's um, what the creature is or what the monster is. We're hinting at that. Um, There's like atmospheric fear. So there's all sorts of horror, different kind of horror genres going on in there. It's a bit of a comedy. It's, It's a little bit funny. It's like an action. It's an adventure. It's all these things wrapped into one. And it it's got this unique feeling to it. And I really appreciate that because it's rare that you can get something new from a movie. Tim, I'm glad you brought that up because that is the feeling I get when I watch Wes Craven films. I haven't seen a lot of them, um, but this one for sure, all the things you said. Swamp Thing, a movie that I find very, very strange. It is a very strange movie, but again, I really like the feel of it. I like I There's characters in that movie that I think have been plucked from a different movie and just put into this one, like just put into Swamp Thing. And I feel the same way about People Under the Stairs. Same with Scream. What is Scream? Scream is like, that is a, it's like a a satire of horror. There's comedy in that. There's, you know, there are the horror elements in that. And I always feel like he's plucking different characters from different movies and putting them all together. He's like, what if they were all in the same movie together? What about that? And it's a really cool feeling because this movie actually is... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's kind of the exact same movie, but completely uh, different feel. Yeah, I guess in a way you could say that. Yeah, sure. Just like kind of stumbling into a house where there's some bad people in it. Like generally, like high, high, high level. Yeah, super and high level. I'll, I'll give you that. Such a different feel. Such a different feel. Yeah. So this movie, Dean's, released in 1991. Budget of $6 million, And it grosses $31 million. Oh, nice. Good go. job. That's awesome. Money doubled. Making money. St- and, and like a, a, a movie that is starring, you know, Brandon Adams, a child that made a lot of money. I can see that cool. you just pulled up IMDb because the you're, you dimmed the lights in your studio a bit for this week to <laughs> yeah, like yeah. add to the atmosphere. And a, there you go. A bright flash of light just hits you in the face. Uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to miss uh, say his name. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Adams. Brandon Adams. I, w- I was going to say Adams Brandon, and I'm like, oh, that's that completely been, that, wrong. That that's completely. Great. That would have been great. That would have been good. <laughs> oh, now I can't. Now I, I got no tricks now. I got to yeah. turn the lights back on so you, you know I'm you gonna, know when I'm looking stuff I'm gonna up. I'm going to let the listeners know Shit. when you're looking Shit. stuff up. Okay. Okay. I can never look anything up anymore. I like this game. <laughs> okay. I've never done this before. I'm going to tell on you. I'm going to tattle on you. <laughs> he tattled on me, man. Oh, man. You're supposed to be on my side. This too is too smart. much fun. Okay. Okay. We've got we've got other business to attend to here. Yeah, we got movies to talk about. That's right. Well, movie, movie, one movie. Uh, Dean, this was written and directed by Wes Craven. Cool. And it's right smack dab in the middle of his film career. That's neat. That is neat. This movie for him was partially inspired by a true story in the 1970s, where two burglars broke into a house in L.A. 
and that inadvertently led police to discover that there were two children that had been locked up and trapped by their parents. Mm, cool. Creepy. Not cool. Creepy. Not cool of them Cool's to do that. not the right word. <laughs> no, not not cool of them to do that. Cool that he got cool inspired. That he got inspired. Um, that is a horrible thing to have happened. I got gotcha. you. We're all with you. We yeah. understand. Jeez. Sometimes I just say cool. Yeah. When I learn new information, I say cool. Sometimes people say cool at the wrong time. It's it's fine. Okay, thanks, man. Oh man, I'm so I'm so thrown off right now. Um, you because I because I don't know what to do with this screen that's gonna light up every time. I feel like okay, I got I'm on edge right now. You could dim your screen. Yeah, I might know it's okay. I might, I, might not I, notice it. No, I'm playing this one straight. All right, this movie starts off, and we get some very eerie music. Mm. Uh, I like it. I like when things start off kind of weird, and this one does. We see a tarot card reading, mm -hmm. and we have Poindexter and his sister Ruby. And Great. Ruby pulls out the Fool card for Poindexter, and Fool quickly becomes his new nickname. And thank Perfect. goodness, right? Thank goodness. Could you thank imagine goodness. if we had to call him Poindexter this whole episode? I, was, I don't think uh, I yeah. could do that. I don't think so. It, it's actually a name that I, I haven't really heard like a person have. No, it's like an insult for a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> right like i don't act yeah i don't know a poindexter i know dexters but i don't know a poindexter right i don't know a poindexter either no hmm. hmm i know a bunch of fools yeah yeah i know a lot of fools well fool and ruby live with their sick mother in an apartment dean that's so sad it's very sad it's very sad we meet leroy here i like yes. leroy he's played by ving rames of course. I love Ving Rhames. Yeah. Ving Rhames is great. He seems to be like some sort of like family friend or something is, is the vibe I'm getting. I, I don't really Not know sure what about he's doing that. there. I have but... no idea. <laughs> I think it's just a guy hanging out in their apartment. <laughs> that's, the, that's an option as well. Now, he's telling Fool that the mother is late on the rent and that they're going to get evicted from the building. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Did you hear? Bro. 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 Late on the rent, bro. Pay the rent, bro. We're going to throw you out of here. Did you hear their, the fine print of their contract that he's trying to lay out for Fool here? He's like, you're three days late on your payment, mm. so you have to p pay three times the amount of the rent. Oh, that doesn't make you, sense. If you can't, they kick you out. That's that's math. Bro. That math doesn't make sense, bro. Bro. That sounds like some uh, Russian landlords, bro. Totally. They. Oh, man, they need a Clint Barton in this building. Listen, Dean, um, do you know who has no money? Fool. Fool has no money, so he can't help. He can't help out. But Leroy, he lets him know that there is a way for him to earn some money. Ah, yes. Perfect. That's yes, Leroy. I just... Perfect. Yeah, Perfect I was, moment uh, for Leroy to just help out, hey? Lend a helping hand yeah, here. Yeah, I kind of got the vibe immediately. This wasn't going to be a very helpful thing. This is going to be some sort of criminal activity. Yeah. Um, just the way he laid it out and the way he presented it. Yeah, exactly. Now, Dean, we're at a new scene, a new location, and it's this amazing giant room with a giant fireplace. It reminds me of Wayne Manor. Like, it's just, it's, it's incredible. Ooh, yeah. It's awesome. And there's some dude uh, sitting in front of this fire watching the TV, and he's eating an entire rib cage. Of course. Yeah. As That's you what would. you have for supper is a rib cage. Ribs. Yeah. Ribs. He just ordered ribs. It's not ribs. It's a rib cage. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He specified sure. exactly what he wanted. Um. <laughs> We we uh, we meet who appears to be his wife and uh, his young daughter. Yeah. Now we're back to Fool and Ruby. 
where Leroy is laying it on thick now, like real thick. I guess uh, Fool wasn't too interested in his plan. No, so he's, he he's, wants to be a doctor. He's bringing it. He's bringing it hot and heavy here. He's saying that Fool's mom has cancer, and if they had money, they could get her taken care of and, and right. get her fixed up and healthy. So uh, that kind of like gets Fool, you know, gets him going, you know, with the with the plan here. He's he's on board now. For sure, yeah. He he had a little time to think about it, but uh, I mean, if it's going to change his circumstances, then he's he's listening a bit more now. Yes, he is. Leroy has a really good plan here. Like, I really like it. He wants to steal from the landlords who are trying to evict them. It's a great plan. It's perfect. It's like Robin. It's, it's like a Robin great. Hood. It's a yeah. It's a great start to some sort of heist movie. We're in a heist movie. Yes, that's a that's a good point. I never uh, considered and the heist movie as another kind of genre for this. This is just what I thought this movie was going to be at this point. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Heist movie. Yeah. Ving Rhames. I mean, he's Mission Impossible. He's in every one. I'm, I'm ready. I'm like, yeah, this guy knows how to run it. Mm-hmm. Now, there's rumors that this house they live in, the house the landlord lives in, has gold. Yes. A treasure. Tre- golden treasure. And Leroy knows yeah. where it is. So, boom. Perfect. I think he said he, I think he, said he had a map. Yeah, I think he had a map. Yeah. He had a map. Yeah, because they robbed, he robbed a liquor store before that. And he found a map with the same name as the eviction letter that they got. So he knew that they was the same person that owned the, owned, uh, the building. So we're back to the other family now. And the mother has a bit of a strange scene with the daughter. Um, they, they don't really seem to have a good relationship. Uh, the mother seems a bit nutty and the daughter mm-hmm. seems a bit terrified um the mother is like aggressively like very aggressively brushing the girl's hair and yeah just, there's something weird going on it's, it's a bad vibe going on yeah for sure. definite bad you don't vibe. To- yeah you don't totally get it in that first scene you like something seems a little off but this second one is definitely when you're like ah, mm, something's going on here yeah now the father comes in into the room mm. and he says one of their stores was robbed son of a bitch he's, yeah. he's very stressed about it too he's, he's yes. getting one of his headaches one of his head. I was gonna say he's getting one of his headaches. He's like okay, so you know. rubbing his head. He's like, uh, yeah. looks like he's gonna snap or something. <laughs> yeah, two two great looking people right off the bat. I love how they look. Yeah, like, I just love their vibe. Yeah, definitely. I'm so creeped out by them, and I think they just look perfect. That's cool because uh, Wes Craven actually chose these two as the um, husband and wife because they played a husband and wife couple on the show Twin Peaks. Ah, I've never okay, seen I've okay. never seen Twin Peaks, but I know like same like how uh, popular of a show that yeah. was for like kind of how weird and eerie and creepy it was. Yes, so yeah, I get from from not seeing any episode of Twin Peaks, I get a very Twin Peaks vibe from these two. Totally, yeah. Mother here says that Alice has been bad. She's been feeding the thing in the wall again. Oh no! Oh, what is that? I don't know. And, I don't know, Tim. Yeah, she tells Daddy, um, don't bruise her face. That's Ugh. unfortunate. Now, yeah. at this point, we hear this weird wailing in the like it, coming through the house somehow. It's, like, yeah. it's just something weird. And um, the father starts to take his belt off to uh, to hit Alice. So huh, it's uh, kind of uncomfortable. It is. And it, it shocked me at this moment because we see like um, she she didn't she lost her fork, I guess. And that's what that's what uh, mother was getting mad about. And so this hand comes out of the um, the wall. The, 
what, what is that? The wall vent or whatever. The hand comes out and gives her the fork and she's like, oh shit, you know, someone's in the wall. But then like mother just knows right away. So it like, I think I know this movie does it a lot where I think I know what's going to happen. I think I know where we're going. And then they just like immediately shut me down. It's like, yeah. oh, no, they know about it. They know that that, that guy's in the wall. Mm-hmm. So the plan to rob the house is in full motion now. And Fool goes to the front door pretending to be a Boy Scout, uh, selling his cookies. Yeah, great. No one answers. So he goes around back. And Mother greets Fool in the back. And she's acting very strange. Doesn't want anybody on the property. Mm -hmm. And what we get here from Fool is that he's able to look around and see that the house is severely locked down. Like He's seeing like padlocks on the outside of windows. He's seeing bars in the windows. Yeah. So- I was like, there's nothing he can do here. So he goes back to the van where uh, Leroy and his buddy Spencer are waiting. Right. And Spencer now wants a turn. You know, he's like, well, don't send a kid to do a grown man's job. <laughs> of course, oh, yes. I-, I got this. So he pretends to be a gas meter reader. And he goes up. He- yeah, he even has like the uniform and the ID. He's got everything. He's ready for this. He looks legit. Yeah. Now, mother is onto him, though. And is all too happy to let him come in. For sure. (laughs) She's she's very happy to let Mr. Gasman in. That seems very bad for Spencer. Yes, (laughs) it does. It definitely does. I'm feeling uncomfortable for what might happen to Spencer here. Yeah. I'm glad that I don't really know Spencer at this moment. I'm just like, I'm glad it's not uh, um, Ving Rhames. Um, What's his character's name? Leroy. Leroy, yeah, I'm glad it's not Leroy at this moment. We only just met Spencer, so it's okay. Yeah, whatever, Spencer, yeah. People gotta die. That's right. Now, Leroy and Fool are watching from the this van they're in on the street, and they see the car from the house, like, leave. So I think right, the people yeah. are leaving the house, but Spencer's still in there. For sure. So they want to go in there. They go to the back door, and they break in, and they start looking around for Spencer. And the house looks really old and run down. Mm-hmm. And they kind of break their way through and they kind of get stuck inside the house because as they break in, there's this giant Rottweiler who who is attacking them and they yeah. managed to lock it like on the outside of the porch where they were and they kind of managed to like scoot their way into the house and then barricade this door f- shut from the inside. So they're like, they're in the, you can't get out the back door anymore. They're, yeah, they're in there. Very good guard dog. Oh yeah. That thing was like on very kill. good. It was set to kill already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they think they hear Spencer upstairs, but Fool is too scared to go. So he stays downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I love that, like, Leroy's whole motivation here is to find Spencer because he thinks Spencer is finding all the treasure and is going to keep it for himself. And I don't think he really cares about Spencer, his, his no. safety. He's like, doesn't want Spencer to get all the treasure. That's the only reason he's going in. He's going in because he thinks Spencer is going to steal it all and get out of there. Yeah. And Leroy has some great lines in this moment oh, when yeah. they're like in the house. He's just delivering zingers like yeah. every second. It's so funny. He's a good character. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's a good character. He's great. He's a great character. He's a great I love, job. I love, yeah, yeah. I love him. Great job. Now, we keep hearing these weird sounds in the wall. Like there's the wailing. We're hearing banging. We're hearing rustling. And, um, like, what are you, what are you thinking at this point, having seen this for the first time? Like where we're at right now, what are your thoughts? Um, well, okay. Yeah. Good question. Um, I've already seen that weird hand, uh, come out of that vent. Um, and then 
the people living in the house seem to know about it. So yeah, I just think there's weird creatures that are everywhere in the house is, is basically the way uh, I'm thinking at this moment, like they're, they're everywhere in the walls. It's maybe not just that one in the wall, but like there's kind of these creatures or people or whatever they are. I don't really know at this moment, just kind of some sort of ghouls maybe that live in the walls. And what, what kind of direction do you think they're going to take with it? Um, I th- This is interesting, too, because I think the people in the walls, the people under the stairs, it's the name of the movie. I think that's going to be the issue in the movie. That's going to be the problem, dealing with these people in the walls and the stairs. Mm, yeah. Not at all the problem in this movie. Not at all the issue in this movie. Right. So it's, like, very well named to throw me off. Because I'm thinking, okay, haunted house thing, like, that's going to be the big deal. Yeah, cool. So Fool hears some sounds in the basement and he heads downstairs and the door closes behind him. And I I appreciated what they did here is they actually showed him tripping a wire. So the door closed because of uh, a trap that daddy set, right? It's not like we're supposed to be thinking there's something supernatural going on or that this door just for some reason swings closed. We see him trip it and the door closes. So I did appreciate that. Yeah. Now he hears someone call his voice. No, he hears someone call his name. Right. That would be strange. It would be impossible for someone to call your voice. <laughs> he hears someone <laughs> call his voice. That would be scary. That would be scary. If you could hear your voice. Would you be able to tell it's your voice? Uh, Yeah, I think so. You think so? You'd be like, that's me. Yeah. Calling for Somebody's me. Somebody's calling my voice. <laughs> I'm calling myself down here in the cellar. Interesting. That's now, actually hey, very scary. Again, again, you're welcome. Anyone out there who wants oh. to take this and make a great movie out of it. Yeah, there you go. Voices yeah, hears, under the he stairs. He hears his voice. Perfect. Voices under the stairs. It's the exact same the sequel. Movie. <laughs> Voices <laughs> under the stairs. Great. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, down here, Fool finds Spencer dead. But Spencer's got a gold coin in his hand. Yes, he found something. He did. So uh, I like this. This is one of the things that they're playing with in this movie. At least I got the vibe of that was whether or not this treasure actually existed or whether they were on like a wild goose chase. So they give us a little bit of insight into, hey, there's possibly a treasure here because there's one gold coin. Yeah, what I find interesting about it is that it's not like these people are loaded and we know they keep all their money in their home. It is actually a treasure. Like, it's a coin collection they're looking for, which is, like, gold coins. Like, it is seems like it could be fake. It could be just something false. So, yeah, seeing the coin in his hand keeps you interested in, oh, yeah, like, there could be some sort of treasure here, which I honestly always forget in every moment of this movie because there's so much other shit going on that i forget that oh yeah there could be treasure in here yeah but the house looks like a shithole inside right like it's a it's a big house but it's 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 run down it's old it's not like nice or modern or anything so you get the feeling they don't have a lot of money you just kind of get that feeling but then yeah so you see this gold coin that gold coin also was a real like legit gold coin uh worth a ton of money it was like an actual oh, like really? it was like an actual treasure <laughs> that oh, he was like neat. real like, <laughs> that's awesome yeah they probably had to keep their eye on like the crew to make sure nobody stole that because it wasn't just like a prop <laughs> it was worth like i don't know what they said like maybe a thousand bucks or something wow neat yeah i do i do find this house very uh uh very cool like it is all very the rooms cool. are really neat like i i feel like what like we said with the uh 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre that there's actually that house has been, you know, bought and set up as a restaurant. I feel like if this house was some sort of like attraction that you could walk through, I would totally want to do that. Like it looks there's so many rooms that are so cool. Yeah, whenever I see something like this, I always get the same feeling. And that is I want to buy this house and set it up as a paintball business. And Ooh, that's, yes. that's your, like, that's your establishment. And I, I've only played paintball one time in my life. Like I'm not yeah. like, into paintball, but I just always get the idea in these amazing locations, how fun it would be to have this set up as like totally. an area that you'd be able to run around and kind of like hide yeah. and things. And especially with like, well, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I was going to say too, but then I didn't want you to yell at me, no, but yeah, no, no. especially something, especially because of something. <laughs> well, and something once later. we get there, we'll come back to the paintball. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, we'll come back Ooh, to the paintball. Okay, I, I, got, I got a paintball story too. Okay. Now we're in the, we're still in the basement there and something behind like this fenced area. Um, it's like fenced, but it's like wood. It's like a wood. Yeah. It's like a wooden wall, but there's like every second board is missing so you can kind of see behind it but yeah. you can't really get into it or like you can't get into it from this side you can't get through it but you can see through it sort of yeah now something yeah. starts pulling spencer's body and dragging it towards oh, yeah. that yeah. wall what yeah. the fuck is going on here um, i don't know then fool gets attacked by something or i don't know what the fuck it is he's, he's yeah, attacked he jumps by, on his back yeah and then, and then all of a sudden we see that there's a whole bunch of fuckers behind this wall with flashlights yeah like, i'm just like what the hell's going on here like, so no idea all of a sudden there's a bunch of weirdos in the basement with flashlights or what the fuck is going on um fool is like f- obviously freaking out i'm freaking out yeah i'm still freaking out right now i don't know if you can tell i can tell <laughs> i'm not over it yet i don't think um, he runs, he runs up the stairs. He's trying to get out. He's like yeah, banging yeah. on the door and Alice opens it for him. Alice is the daughter. Yeah. Now, even on the way out, he's got like people grabbing at his feet. I don't know if they're, there's like, who knows what the fuck they're zombies, people, yeah, whatever creatures, mutants. Uh, they're grabbing at his feet as he's like trying to get out. It's very intense, very uncomfortable. Yeah. I, so I had recognized this guy that jumped on his back, um, or this thing that jumped on his back. Um, you recognized from- him? I recognize him. Yeah. What are you he's from talking th- about? He's from that thing you do. And I don't know if you've watched that thing you do, but he's like, th- there's like a band in that, in that movie. And he's like their number one fan. And I think he's so, I've never seen him in anything else, but I've watched that thing you do so many times. And he's like really funny in that movie. As soon as he jumped on fool's back, I was like, I know this guy. And so that's all I could think about. Was you recognized him. him with like all the makeup I, on? All the makeup and just like they didn't even have it on his face in that scene. If you remember that scene, I could just tell like I could just tell as it was going around and like as he was on his back, I could tell who it was. And I was just pumped because I've never seen that guy in another movie before. Weird. Well, that probably pulled you right out of the movie. It pulled me right out of the movie. Start thinking about that thing you do. I was like, oh, dude, that's the he doesn't even have a name in that thing you do. I call him the number one fan. On IMDb, they call him the heckler in that thing you do, but he's like their number one fan. So, Oh, I think you missed the theme of the movie, maybe. <laughs> I think I missed the theme of the movie. <laughs> I think I was way off on that one. Um, is it the, ma- is it the main, like the main guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's the main guy. Okay. His name is, you know what his name is in this movie? So uh, without pulling up IMDb, I'm going to say rat. Uh, it's a good guess. No. Okay. Oh, no, wait. Rust? <laughs> is it? Oh, are you thinking of Roach? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of someone different. 
Okay. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a different guy. I'm thinking of the other, the other, uh, guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I know that guy. I know that guy. Yeah. Roach. Roach is his name. I I get it now. Okay. Okay. Because Roach doesn't have makeup on. Oh yeah. Okay. But this other, the other, uh, you're talking about the long blonde haired guy. Yes. He looks like he's, uh, in a eighties rock band. Yes, of zombie, a zombie eighty rock band, a zombie eighty rock band. I would go to that show. Yeah. Okay, uh, that was very confusing for a second. Oh no. Okay. okay, this makes a whole lot of more sense. Yeah, Roach. Roach okay. is in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. very confused how you were able to recognize the actor underneath all right. the makeup, but we were talking no, about different people. Right. No, sorry, I threw you off there. That's fine. I think I forgot that Roach jumped on his back. Roach. Cool name, Roach. Uh, yes, I like it for reasons that we'll get to shortly now dean mummy and daddy have come back in the car yeah and bad news oh it's bad news fool he goes to look for leroy because he's like uh, of course it's like uh holy shit uh we need to get out of here now yeah and he finds leroy lying face down on the floor <laughs> what the fuck this was this such part? a great moment amazing because amazing leroy 100 percent looks dead and fool thinks he's dead and goes over to like touch him <laughs> and Leroy jumps and he's like, Oh holy shit. What the hell? And he's like, he was just listening. Cause he had heard something in the vent. So he's like lying yeah. face down on the floor with his head in the vent, but he so looked dead. It was, it was so he awesome. He looked dead. Fool says, I thought you were dead. He says, just cause a man's lying on the floor doesn't mean he's dead. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Leroy. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and again, like I, we, we come to the scene and we think he's dead. I'm like, oh shit. I didn't know like totally. Ving Rhames in this movie. I thought he was going to be pretty big. I didn't know he'd be dead so early. So then when he pops up, I'm like, oh, okay. They got me. Good one. Right. It's fun. It's fun. Now, uh, Leroy and, and Fool, they're trying to get out, but they can't. The front door is electrified. The windows are bulletproof. And obviously they're freaking out. Like they can't get oh, out. Yeah. And daddy comes in the back door and he sees someone had broken because the door's broken and he flips a switch, Dean, and all the doors lock and the lights yeah. go out. Yes. That was very cool. It was very cool. Yes. He's got this place uh, on lockdown I liked now. It. I liked it because it was not just the lights. All the doors also locked. The doors, and that yeah. made it. Yeah. That made it very interesting. Yeah. They closed and locked while hiding. One of the wall people grabs Leroy and he shits his pants just like we shit our pants when it happens. Yeah. And daddy's able to find him and kill him. So Leroy they is got- now dead. Like moments <laughs> later. Now dead. I know. Moments after we think he's dead. But they tell us he's not. He is dead for real now. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Exactly. Like, a, like every single moment, I think I know what's going to happen. And then they switch it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, no, 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 he isn't dead. He's going to be around for this whole movie. Moments later, he gets shot. Yeah. And he's dead. <laughs> it's great. I was like, fuck. It's fucking Wes great, dude. Craven, stop it. Fucking... I, I want to know where this movie's going. I love what Craven's doing here. Oh, I love it. I, I like really like the feel of this movie. Yeah, I love it a lot. Definitely. Now, uh, Fool's next here, so he's got to get away. So he's looking for somewhere to go. He's looking for somewhere to hide. He sees one of those hands again. Um, mm pulling back into a vent so he he runs over and he yeah. opens the vent and crawls in and i'm just like oh no don't please don't go in there don't go in because that don't means the camera and us have to follow you no <laughs> i don't want to go in there though as soon as he goes in he sees another full rib cage 
Oh yeah, it's like rib cages all rib over cage. the place. I guess. Oh, Daddy loves rib cages. Yeah, Daddy loves rib cage. Um, <laughs> he also uh, sees uh, Alice here. Yeah, and she leads him further into the vents. Um, like the vents being like the vent. You go into the vent and it opens up into the wall. So it's like the yeah. you're now in between the walls. You're not crawling. This, a lo- you're not crawling in vents. Yeah. So at the, at this moment in the movie is sort of the first moment I realize Alice is helping. Yeah. Because she drew him to that vent and into the wall. Um, she's trying to help him. Yeah, that's true. Now, Daddy looks in the vent, and it seems like he knows what's going on here. You already alluded to the fact that uh, Mummy. Now, see, uh, it's, we have to explain this. Their their names in the movie are actually Mummy and Daddy. So we're calling yeah. them Mummy and Daddy. It's, it might seem a bit weird, but those are the names. Have, yeah, they have no other names. Um, I think he has a name. Uh, she she's never called by her first name. They have a okay. last name. It's like on the the sign. They have a broken oh, sign on the yeah, front of the, yeah, the yeah. They have a sign. The, yeah. the 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 Robsons or something like that. Um, right. He has. He's, but they just keep saying Mummy and Daddy. It's Mummy Daddy. Nobody's name is. That's mentioned. what they call each other. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is weird. We didn't we didn't mention that at all. We've just been calling a a man who lives in a house and a woman yeah. who lives in a house Mummy and Daddy. I just realized it might be really <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> why would we be calling like, them that <laughs> why are we calling them that um it's very like it's a very interesting sort of west craven thing too where mm. like just calling them mummy and daddy like he's really like i mean we'll get to some stuff later but he really messes with like really weird sexual things um i actually noticed it in when i was watching like swamp thing Mm. for the first time i noticed i was like this movie feels like a porno yeah and then i found out by looking into wes craven that he used to direct porn oh did he yeah i didn't know that (laughs) oh wow yes okay so that is why his movies like that's why at least swamp thing for me really felt like there's really weird scenes in it where i was like it feels like they're they're gonna have sex after this like i feel like they're setting that up right right and this movie there's lots of moments where i'm like this is weirdly sexual but they're not even talking about it it just is yeah um so i i kind of like when he like bleeds that stuff into the movies and i'm it just gives it a really weird like uneasy feeling mm-hmm. yeah he's and so like i think just calling the mummy and daddy is like part of that i think it's just like it just enhances that yeah it just makes everything feel more awkward it, oh yeah like, awkward exactly yeah uh yeah so daddy screams in the vent like he knows what's in there like he knows what's going on and he threatens to send in Prince the dog. And like so far at this point, it's I find this all so fascinating because you have the idea of this house, which is super secure. It's mm-hmm. like it's super locked down. You cannot escape it. But also within that house, there's something in the walls that daddy hates and he can't get rid of. It's yeah. like there's something so locked down within his lockdown house, he yeah. can't do anything about it. It's really, really interesting. I don't think I've ever really like come across um, an idea or a concept like that before because it, yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make sense that you could lock your house down so hard and have something stuck inside that you can't do anything about. Right. Yeah. And and he hates it so much that he just like gets into like his killing gear and gets out his like killing guns and just will start destroying his house, trying to stop this thing that's in his house. Which makes sense because he takes so much pride on his house and being able to trap whatever he needs to or keep whoever he needs to in there 
but yet yeah. there's something on the loose in his own house that he can't stop. Yeah, it's, and their house really is a neat. very yeah. Their relationship with their house, I like that you pointed it out because it is very interesting. Like their house is like their sanctuary where they're allowed to be who they want to be. Whenever they go outside, they have to like repress who they are, which is like terrible people. But like they they don't want can't let that out in the world. So the house is where they can be how they want. Right, but they but, like, but yet is, they can't because there's something you know in their prevent well, preventing them. In a way. And that's like, that's why he's so pissed off because he wants to be comfortable in his house. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want that guy in his walls. Yeah. Like when they, when they, uh, um, shot Leroy, they danced after they, they were so no, happy. About not after it. Leroy. They, that's a different time. No, 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 no. It is. It is. They danced together. Oh, okay. After Leroy, they like did, did they? a little waltz together. Yeah. I, I remember the other time as well. Um, but I, I did, uh, I did notice the first time too, they started to dance together. Okay. Okay. They're so happy when they kill someone and they, oh, yeah. they just want to let this out in their house. And then there's, Oh, the, that person in the wall again. I gotta get, I gotta deal with that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, fool and Alice have made it into another room via these walls and they're talking talking about stuff alice doesn't know what a neighborhood is alice does not know a lot she's apparently never been outside this house yeah and she gives us some backstory here to mommy and daddy and how they were looking for the perfect boy child but the boys were rebellious and daddy had to cut out their good parts and then he threw them all down into the cellar and after so many failures with the boys they got a girl alice Mm. And Alice follows their rules to stay alive. She mm-hmm. she can't get out and says no one ever has. And one of the cellar people managed to escape the cellar and is now living in the walls. And his name Great. is Roach. Great. Now, here we go. What an appropriate name. He, Roach. Yeah. Like, he is a nuisance or a pest for daddy. Like, he's like totally. this bug you can't squash. Right? Yeah. I like it. Now- we immediately get to see Daddy, like you had just earlier mentioned. He's in his full, like, black leather bodysuit, and he's shooting the shit out of the house, trying to, like, get Roach, who's in the yeah, walls. I love it. I love it. He's just shooting. He's in the hallway, and he's just blasting he's just his walls. destroying his house. Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. care, though. He's like, he no. wants to get Roach so bad. Now, I really get the feeling here, too, that... Um, these people are legitimately trapped in this house and that we also are trapped in there with them. Like we can't get out either. Like we need them to get out to get, to help us get out. Yeah. Honestly, another thing I'm thinking at this point is like, okay, we are in this house for the rest of the movie. That is the only way this can go because there's no way to get out. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of terrifying that that part of it is kind of terrifying, but at the same time, it's a lot of fun because of this dynamic with fool who's in a ton of danger here in this incredibly yeah. dangerous situation and he should get killed like the yep. two adults he came in with have already been killed they're dead they're dead. they are dead on sight oh they're they're for sure they're they're, they're way dead yeah. they're like yeah. how, what's what comes after being dead like they're they're like the stage after being dead that's how dead they are uh, yeah yeah double dead D- right right fool is able to stay alive though because he's a child because he's so small and is able to fit into the walls and he's got swagger too he's just like he's got a bit of an attitude but he's not really afraid he's just like i'll make it out of here he's like i'm i'm special i'm i'll make it out of here i'll survive 
I think I think it's this is one of the things that really um, struck a chord with me when I uh, used to watch this movie because I did watch this movie uh, like the year it came out and, okay, and okay. many 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 times again after that. Okay. But it was this whole idea because I would have been um, maybe a little bit older than him at the time. But yeah. for me, it was this idea that you could like over overcome or overpower the grownups, or you could do better yeah. than the grownups, right? Yeah. And I really it really grabbed a hold of me and I really appreciated it. It was just this, this almost like a, even though it's like this rated R scary movie that I shouldn't have been watching at my age. It was like, it was for me. It's like for the, totally. for the kids, I like, guess it's like a, a power to the kids movie in a way, you yeah. know, cause it's this, you've got Alice who's, who's kind of like um, a hero in this and you've got a fool who's like escaping and, and getting away from the, the, the adults. So, I really am really enjoying just, you know, everything that's going on here. Yeah, that's interesting because when I was watching it, I was like, who is this movie for? Like, it's for me right now who loves kids in movies and loves horror movies. Like, this is perfect for me. I'm really enjoying it. But who would like this growing up? But then I didn't think if you watched it growing up, of course you would like it. You liked scary stuff. You wanted to be like you wanted to be scared by something. So you would totally relate to this and it gives power to the kids. It reminds me a lot actually of Home Alone where it's like kids stuck in a house and he's got to beat the grownups. Yeah. I mean, in Home Alone, they're dumb grownups. In this movie, they're wild grownups, but... I think this movie's for a lot of people though because there's so many yeah. different genres going on. So many right. different um, people could like this. Uh, I mean, I, I was apprehensive to watch this movie originally because I thought it was going to be too scary. And yeah. when I finally sat down to watch it, I was very like, well, pleased uh, in a way to know that it wasn't, even though I like scary movies, I was pleased to see that it wasn't that type of movie, yeah. that it was something completely different. And right. I what's really weird enjoyed it. Is, what's weird is it should be scary, <laughs> but like it's, yeah. it's that vibe you talked about, like that feeling. It's like, it's not scary because it has this weird feeling to it. It's not disturbing, even though disturbing things are happening. Because yeah, Craven didn't make it that way. So, I mean, you could have, yeah. you could have made this movie super disturbing and scary. That's not what he was trying to do. Right. He yeah. Because I guess his um his like motivation for this movie, like I mentioned, was that 1970s story, and right. it was also a dream he had about a house, this house that was like possible to completely lock down, and right, have yeah. people trapped inside with no way out. And he kind yeah, of yeah. molded those two ideas together. So um, the I really feel like the house is a character in this movie. You know. Yeah. And it's yeah. Uh, the the house could be the main character. You know, totally. It's, totally. it's really interesting. Tim, you're thinking paintball. Now I'm thinking escape room. Oh, dude. Yeah. Escape room. Just this oh, house. Oh, that's even Lock better. Lock it down. Figure out how to get <gasps> out. Yeah. That's even better, Dean. Good job. So mommy and daddy are, uh, they're still trying to get fool here. And they let Prince the dog loose to get him. And it finds fool, but fool is able to fight it off for a bit. But daddy quickly finds them. And grabs Fool. And Daddy's about to kill Fool when Roach shows up and pulls Fool through an opening in the wall. And nice. now we get Fool, Roach, and Alice all together in the same room. And we see that Roach had his tongue cut out because Ooh. he was calling for help one day. So Daddy cut yeah. his tongue off. Yeah. And that's basically why we heard the wailing before. Wailing on the right. wall. It's just Roach talking, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. That is a great point. That is exactly why. Yeah, it's um, it was yeah. really creepy too because 
when I rewatched yeah. it this time, I, I knew, obviously I know the story. And at that early scene with Alice and the fork and where yeah. Alice gets, um, uh, gets the, the, the belt. Yeah. Cause she was feeding Roach, right? Yeah. Roach is yeah. wailing and you can hear him saying that he's sorry, but you can't, oh. you can only make it out. He's like, he's saying like, sorry, Alice to her. Cause he got her in trouble. He got her beat up. Ah, uh, okay. it's really like, Oh man, it's really sad. sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. They're like really good friends. Yeah. Mm. I like, I really, really like Roach in this movie. Yeah. Like I, maybe it's just cause I recognized him from, probably, from that thing you probably. do. <laughs> but like, I was like, dude, Roach is crushing this movie. Well, he plays he's a great character. Best. He's like, he's I pissing off him, mommy and yeah. daddy. Right. He's like eluding them. When he, it's great. Yeah. When he had, when he showed his tongue being cut off, but then he like said fool's name. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually a pretty good name for him to be able to say without his tongue. Yeah. And I was, I just, yeah. Foo? I liked yeah. Foo? Yeah. He can't Foo? do the L. Foo? He can't do the L, but it's pretty close. Yeah, me and my buddy Scott yeah. used to say that to each other all the time back in the day. Oh, really? We just call each other that. Foo? I don't know why. <laughs> we watched the movie together, and I don't know why we did it, but it's like... That's great. It was just an ongoing thing. That's that's awesome. Um, I, oh, yeah, I'm actually... I, I Hearing that you watched it as a kid makes more sense, too, because I was when I was watching it, I was like, how does Tim like this movie right because you don't really like movies that are like starring kid actors definitely yeah so i was like what is i don't understand how he likes this one but obviously if you watch it as a kid totally makes sense because it's like all your vibe totally but then also you were a kid when you saw it so you wouldn't have cared that it was a kid actor it would have even meant more yeah it did mean more yeah 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 yeah. so mommy and daddy break into this room where uh, Roach, Fool, and, and Alice are, and they get some revenge, Dean. Daddy shoots Roach as he's trying to es- escape, oh, and yeah. he grabs Fool, and Mummy grabs Alice and says, it's time to clean the house. A total spring cleaning. Like, and That has to be bad. Oh, you know that's bad. Mummy's losing that's... her shit here uh, about yes. how like the kids just won't behave. Just <laughs> like she's yes. going off on yes. a tangent. It's kind of funny. Now, Daddy's um he's down in the basement. He's cutting the rib cage out of Leroy. There's another rib he cage rib for his, his collection, yeah. and he starts to eat some of it. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, just eats it, and he throws some to the cellar people, mm-hmm. and they seem very excited here to get they some love to it. get some they fresh love meat. It. And it's honestly, it's nice of daddy to give them a little piece there. Yeah. And mommy is being very inconsiderate here of Alice in the bath. Um, Alice, uh, just before this, Alice slipped in a giant fucking puddle of blood well, and got her new- threw her in there. Right, right. Threw her into it. Alice slipped. Her new dress is covered in blood. Dude, right. whoever the stunt- I don't know if there's a stunt person or if it was uh, AJ Langer's uh, plays um, Alice here. I don't know if it was her, but whoever yeah. took this fall, that was a real fall. That was a I hard know. fall. I felt it bad for that real, person. It was a real like slip and fall. Yes. Like it was wet and she slipped and she fell. It was, And it yeah. was like, it was like tailbone meet the floor yeah. here real, real yeah. hard. Now, daddy says to mommy, he could have killed fool- but instead, he decided to leave him for the people under the stairs. Ooh. Now, we we uh, we know that they like human flesh. We just saw them eating it. Yeah. But, Dean, luckily they don't eat fool because Roach is able to trick the people and scare them away. Now, um, they seem very easily scared because like any yeah. idiot could have seen through this trick that Roach was doing. It was kind of yeah, stupid. Except, but except for me. Oh, did you get scared? Well, I didn't get scared, 
but when he like propped up the uh the leroy body i was like what the fuck is this movie now like what's what's happening now is this a zombie too yeah and then like i was watching it with my wife laura and she's like no it's fool yeah (laughs) like she knew right away that fool is just like moving a like this dead body around to make the people think that like a dead body had come to life but hey man i couldn't figure out what was going on this movie this movie everything everything um like threw me for a loop that's okay there are a lot of curveballs there are a lot of curveballs, and I've never been good at the curve. Roach is shot, right? Because Daddy shot Roach, mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. about to die, which is really sad. I, like we really like Roach, but first he gives Fool another gold coin, and he shows Perfect. him where Alice is and how to get to Alice. Yeah. Now Daddy hears Fool in the walls again, and sends in Prince. Yeah, and now, sorry, Tim, just to stop for a second, but where they where he was talking with, where Fool was talking with Roach, they were in, like, a place where they cremate bodies, and Roach can't really talk, so he was, like, writing things on the wall. He's, oh, yeah. like, writing things in people's ash, like, yeah. in the ashes of, like, people that they've burned in there. I was like, oh, man, this is, like, quite the place to be hiding. Yeah. So Prince finds Fool, and they kind of start wrestling, and... This has happened before where the dog finds Fool and he's like, it's a little bit unbelievable because this giant Rottweiler is attacking Fool and he's able to kind of like fight it off. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like at one point he punches it and it whines and whimpers and oh, it's like yeah. none of it's really believable. So I, I, I will call out to that, that there's no way that this kid stops this dog from doing whatever the fuck it wants to no. do. But at no. this point, uh, Fool is fighting it. He's able to like turn the dog and push the dog up against the wall Daddy's on the other side of the wall. He thinks the dog's pushing Fool up against the wall. Right. And Daddy stabs through the wall and ends up stabbing Prince, thinking Oof. it's uh, uh, Fool. And right. then this is where, this is the dance that I yeah. was memorable to me because he does like a very, very elaborate, um, uh, I stabbed Fool dance. Like, I got him dance. He's like jumping totally. around going like, I, I got him, I got him, I got him. Doing like this jig, like it's all around he's the He's doing room. a happy jig. He's doing, he's having a great time. He's so happy about it. It, it does really stand out. And I did do the, the two watch uh, like I usually do with movies that I haven't seen before. And so when he shot, um, when he shot Leroy, that's where I looked back to see if he does a similar thing and noticed that they actually dance together after that. But yeah, because this jig is like, he is so happy that he just stabbed a child. Oh yeah, well obviously we know that at this point that they're oh, far yeah. worse oh, than that. To- oh, they're, they're at totally this point, stabbing messed, a child yeah. is like not even on the radar of the <laughs> worst things they've done. <laughs> totally. We saw him eat a man, man's inside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so Alice and Fool, they make it all the way up into the attic and there's no lock on the window up there. So Fool is able to jump off the roof into a pond below. But Alice yeah. was too scared to go. So Fool has escaped. He's the first one ever to make it out of this house. And he says he's going to come back for Alice. Yeah. Now, this is another um, naming uh, convention that I'm very pleased with. And that's her name of Alice, where she is like, she's in this like psychological, stressful Ooh. nightmare, yeah. similar yeah. to Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, like she's trapped in this strange world. She doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And uh, I really appreciated that. And she's often like Alice type dresses, like Alice in Wonderland type totally. dresses. So yeah. I really liked that they named her Alice. And there's a yeah, nice, nice a parallel one. going on there too. 
Now we shift a little bit from being inside the house to now being outside the house. And we're back with Fool and his sister Ruby. And he's showing them, um, them because Grandpa is there too. Grandpa, yeah. Grandpa Booker. And they're showing these gold coins that Fool brought back from the house. And we learn they're worth a shitload of money. Like yes. they basically already have enough to be rich. They've just yeah. from these few coins that they had. Like they're they're like set. They're set. It could be like that could be it. They're good. Could be like, it. Like they, they did it, got the coins, everything solved. The grandfather gives us a quick history lesson though about mummy and daddy. And uh, he yeah, says yeah. they're actually brother and sister. Uh, and they have a history of fucked up stuff that they've been doing. Yeah. So if you're not watching the time on the movie, this is where it really feels like the movie could be over. Roll credits. But it's not. Fool, yeah. he's a kid of his word, Dean, and he goes back for Alice. Yes. Now, I think it's really cool that we left the house and now we're going back in. I know. I, I really like that. The, you very easily could have just stayed in the house the whole time. But this is a really, like, really unique thing they do to make us feel i felt even more terrified i felt like going yeah. back in it just doubled the stakes like everything totally. was like even everything was even higher now like giving mummy and daddy another chance to possibly kill you yeah. is a crazy yeah. idea so i feel like i'm more scared leaving and going back in than yeah. you know being in there the whole time Definitely. And it just keeps me on my toes because, uh, again, I thought I knew they were staying in the house the whole time. As soon as he leaves, again, I'm like, where is this movie going to go? What is this movie? So when he decides to go back, I really feel like I'm screaming and I'm like, no, don't do that. Don't go back. Like, there, you barely got out. The only way you could get out again is to jump from the roof again. Do you want to do that again? No, don't go back. Yeah, you jumped from the third story into a pond. Yeah. That you just happened to know was there because of what he was doing earlier when he was walking around the house in his like uh, Bear Scout out outfit or whatever. When he was trying to um, get in for the first time, he noticed that pond. So he knew that he'd be able to jump into it. I think this is another thing that I used to feel was a bit of a plot hole. Um, you'd have no idea how deep that pond is. I, I wouldn't be comfortable jumping three stories into that pond. Well, no, like they call that out. They call that out in the movie. Alice, like, says, you don't know how deep it is. And he's like, well, whatever. What else can we do? I guess so. If you were, like, at the brink of having no other options. Water's going to slow you down a bit. Like, you, if it's really shallow, then I guess you are going to get, you might get kind of injured, but the water will slow you down a bit. Mm -hmm. So to sneak back in the house, Fool has called the cops on Mummy and Daddy. And while the cops are in the house looking around, Fool sneaks in. Yeah, now, this cool. Is, this is another, it is cool, but this is another really funny moment um, because the cops are in the house, right? Yeah. And yeah. daddy's like, he's cleaning things up as he's like walking yeah. through rooms with the police. Like they'll like look in a different direction and he'll like hide some chains and some weapons in like a secret compartment when they're not looking. He had a baseball cap on. And at one point he like Best. takes it off and his head is all yeah. split open from one of the encounters. And like, <laughs> yeah. he's like dabs the blood on it and then puts his like his golf hat back on. And they're yeah. just, they're, they're, they're pretending to be like the perfect, like home couple. It's, it's yeah. really, really funny. It's, it's, it's it, funny. It a lot he's of fun. wearing his hat so stupid too. So I was like, why is he wearing his hat like that? Like it's so crooked and so dumb. And then he takes it off and just dabs his blood. And I was like, okay, genius. That's great. Yeah. 
the cops go. Uh, Mummy makes mention that she wasn't able to uh, like watch the door the whole time just because of you know having to chase the the cops around the house. So she doesn't right. know if if anything anybody got in or anything like that, or anybody got out. Anybody got out? Yeah. Yeah. Now this is another bit of like a unrealistic moment for me here is where I guess mother suspects something and they actually set up a trap for fool. They mm-hmm. have a tape recorder going and fool yeah. like has grabbed a weapon and he's going to sneak up on them and try to kill them or whatever. And he like opens up They're They're saying the Lord's prayer and he opens up the door to like attack them. And it's just a tape player. And then they kind that, of, they yeah. come, this is, this is not the, this is not the, like, uh, the part that I have a problem with. Um, okay. He, he sneaks in and sees the tape player and then they jump in and grab him. Yeah. Now this is the part that I have a problem with. He overpowers them both. They grab does, him, they yeah. attack him. He's able to overpower them and like get away into the wall. So like I, I yes, but Tim, Tim earlier, you're missing Tim earlier. He did punch daddy in the penis. So daddy's like operating at 50% here. That's no, daddy. I don't think daddy has a penis. I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure if he does. Interesting. Interesting. He does motion towards it a couple times, <laughs> but he might not have it. You're right. He might be know. just feeling to see if it's there and it's not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened to it. I not gonna, not gonna, speculate. he does grab for it a couple times though. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, this is what I, what, but no, what it I doesn't matter. Too. Like go ahead and punch yeah. daddy and punch daddy in the penis. There's no way like daddy. He's a giant man. He's a giant yeah. fucking man. Uh, there's no way that this kid overpowers both mummy and daddy at that point. It just, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I get it. It's fine for the movie. I would, I would like it better if you skip that scene altogether yeah, and just yeah, let yeah. fool sneak in the house and get into the wall, right? You don't, yeah. you don't need that trap. I don't know what that does. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's kind of just, uh, it's, it's for the audience, right? Like that yeah. tape player is just to make us gasp. Yeah. And then if they set up a tape player, they got to be there. It was a cool right? moment. So then, yeah, you're, you're right though. That is, there's almost no way that little kid could have over, he overpowers both of them. Like it isn't even like something weird happens. Like he actually overpowers yeah, he fights them. them off. He fights them off. <laughs> it's weird. Now at this point in the movie, we're kind of like at the last kind of like you could call it the third act perhaps but yeah yeah yeah. all hell breaks loose here dude yeah it gets even wilder it gets insane um fool sister ruby has shown up at the front door (laughs) of course and she's got a mob of people on the street yeah yeah. and they want to get in they want to um they want to like help the people who are stuck inside because fool obviously told ruby about what was going on when he escaped alice falls through the ceiling and Amazing. like lands on top of mummy and starts smashing her face on the floor. I loved that. That was that felt good. That was a good. That was a she, she earned felt that. Good. She earned that. She smashed it hard. Oh like, yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. if they slightly sped it up did, or yeah, what. They sped but it like up. okay, because like that was such a hard smash yeah. face into the ground. Mm-hmm. It looked great. It did look great. Uh, fools in the basement here with the people under the stairs, and he's telling them to try to escape to the outside because yeah. there's sun and women out there. <laughs> Yes, when he's telling this That's guy the that there's women out there for him. <laughs> so that guy, that guy he's telling, that's a, like that yeah. main blonde guy who I got confused about before. Yes. He's oh, right, like the yeah. main seller dude. Um, yeah. His name is, uh, his name is Stairmaster. His name is Stairmaster. Yeah, he's, he's Stairmaster. 
He's that makes sense. People under the stairs. He's, so he's stairmaster. Stair That's great. I like that guy a lot. So he do got I. really excited. He got really excited to go out in the world and meet women. Oh, like yeah, I definitely. don't know if he's gonna get a date right away, but like there is someone out there for him. Def- there is someone out there for him, Dean. Well, like well he said. is. Like honestly, he's a really good dude. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. Now, they they really appreciate. Uh, the info that Fool's given them, and they yeah. show him where the treasure is. Yes. And it is Huge. a room full of cash and gold yeah. coins. It is a yeah. massive treasure. Now, Alice is, again, fighting with Mummy, and the Stairmaster actually breaks through the stairs here. Oh, yeah. And grabs Mummy and helps Alice out, and Alice is able to stab Mummy in the stomach with this huge fucking knife. And yes. even, dude, even to the very end, Mother is creepy as fuck. She's insane. She's got this. She's insane. She's so good. She's got the big knife stuck in her stomach. And oh. she's just like got this weird look on her face and then grabs it and slowly yeah. pulls it out and comes at Alice with it again. But Stairmaster yeah. and the other fellows won't let that happen. She's so creepy. I feel like it, like when you first see her. She looks a little bit like regular, but then I think late, like as the movie progresses, I feel like her like eyebrows get darker and her lips get redder and her face gets whiter. Like, I don't know if they're actually putting more makeup on her, but she starts to look more and more just like intense as the movie goes on to where we, yeah, we get to the end and it's like, oh my goodness, she's going to do anything right now. She's so creepy. She's so good in that role. She starts to get beat up a bit. So I know that like her, her lips were getting red because she had like blood and stuff like that on her lips and stuff like, uh, you know. Yes. By the end, she's got bruises on her face and blood on her. Yeah. Her hair, like her, her nice tight, like hair bun is starting to come, come afray. And she definitely looks like messed up by the end, but. Yeah, great hair though. Mm-hmm. Wonder if that was a wig. That was a lot of hair. Oh, probably. Yeah. Now we're still in the cellar with Fool, and he finds some explosives, and he sets great. a trap, Dean. Cool. And it's a <laughs> it's a pretty elaborate trap for the amount of time yeah, he had is, to set this it is up. Probably, <laughs> yeah, this is probably the problem I have. Yeah, this is another um, one. Is this trap like not even just the amount of time it takes to set up, but like. I don't even think the, you could set this up. Like I don't even think you without, could like, either. A, without like, a knife to like, um, yeah. What he's done is he's put a bunch of coins into candles, and yes. you light the top of the candle, and as the candle burns down, once it gets to one of the coins, the coin will fall. So yeah. Daddy's led to believe that fools in the room counting money because he keeps yeah. hearing coins fall. But there were like. I don't know, five candles with like six coins in each one. How do you, you can't just push a coin into a candle like that. You'd have to have like a knife or something to cut a, like a gouge out and then nicely fit this coin in. Uh, It was, it was far from believable. It was far from believable. And then when they did show it, I was like, there's so many, there's so much gap between where the fire is and where any next coin is. And then they still were falling. (laughs) And I'm like, where are those fucking coins coming from, man? Like, totally. I there could have been I like the idea. I really like yeah. the idea of coins, like the sound of coins coming from behind something yeah. and him thinking that the kids counting. Love it. I just wish it was a little bit different than that. Look, again, it's another one of these scenes that's not believable, but yeah. it it makes us react. It it gets us thinking oh, totally. something. Yeah. So like I'm okay with it, but at the same time, you could you could have done that differently. Like you could have done yeah. it in a believable way. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't, maybe they didn't want to do it in a believable way. Maybe that's part of it. It's part of the feels of this movie. Yeah. It's like things not making sense or not being believable. You know, I don't know. Could be. Yeah. So 
Fool detonates the explosives here, and he fucking blows up Daddy. Yeah, and awesome. The, all the windows blow out on the house. Oh, and shit. Yeah, it blew up all the way to the third floor. Yeah, the whole house blows. There's money blowing out all the windows. There's money oh, yeah. blowing out the chimneys. Yes, yes. Uh, there's a street party now because you had all yes. these people that Ruby brought. Uh, yes. It's the sky's raining money. Yes, actually, speaking of um, the dog's name is Prince, and uh, I got real uh, Batman 1989 vibes here with the Joker throwing money out to the the crowd. Oh, yeah. The crowd's all grabbing sure. money, and that's there's a Prince totally, song playing during totally. that time. So. Totally that vibe. I totally got that vibe. Yeah. Now, the, the people under the stairs, Dean, are sneaking out through the crowd. They're free. I love it. And they're off to live their new lives. I love it. I want a uh, people under the stairs now in the world sequel. Totally. I want that. And that's where it ends. It ends with the people under the stairs sneaking out into yeah. the world, looking for sun and women. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> looking for sun. I don't know which one they need first. If they could, I don't know if they could handle either. I don't know if they could handle sun, and I'm not sure they could handle women right I away. I, I want to know. I want to find out, though. I'm curious. I want to find out. I want to see like their first dates. Yeah. And then see as they get better, because those first dates probably aren't sticking around. I don't think they have like very good communication skills. Um, cool movie. Great movie. I really like it. That's a fun one. Yeah. It's a it's a really fun one. I really like how it's the vibe is just so strange. The like the, you can't really pick exactly what it is. I don't know. Like. I'm not really creeped out at all even though there's such weird things happening in the movie, such creepy things. Like I said before, there's like some weird sexual feeling things, but they never really like nail it down. Like they never really actually talk about it or even get into it. Well, they keep um, mentioning but- stuff like they're worried about um, um, fool. They, they uh, yeah. mommy always thinks fool is like um, going to do something sexual with, uh, yeah. with Alice. Like she's always like, yeah. we have to get this, this boy out of here. Cause who knows if she, he's touching our Alice or like their Alice yeah. is like so pure to them. Right. So they don't want, uh, there, there is stuff, you know, stuff like that going on that they keep yeah. uh, mentioning. So she's, definitely... she's always wearing, yeah, she's always wearing white. Daddy's always worried that like, yeah, she's fool's founder and that's exactly what he's going to do. And, and daddy's like killing outfit is very like S and M type thing. Like it's, it's very strange feeling. Um, I love it. I love like the weirdness of the movie. Mm. It just, I wasn't expecting this at all. I was expecting creepy people under the stairs and that's the movie that this house has something living under the stairs and then they like it's kind of haunted house but i didn't know if it was like maybe actual you know monsters that live in a basement of a house wasn't expecting it at all i love the idea that it's like a setup to go to a house to basically rob the house and what if that was the worst two people in the world (laughs) that you're trying to rob? What then? Yeah. And then all the added layers, like you said of, they don't even, they, they are upset with something in their own house. They're upset with this person in the wall. Like, cause they want to keep that house like a sanctuary. They want to blow that thing out of the wall. They want to keep the people in the basement, not in their walls. I love it. I love the craziness of this movie. It is. It's, it's so wild. I, yeah, I do. I do love, like you said, the misdirection of uh, you hear the title, the people under the stairs, and you get a preconceived notion of what this movie is going to be about. And it yeah. is not that. It's not no. that at all. It's something way different. It's something way more fun than you're expecting. 
And I, I love it, man. I've seen this movie a lot of times and I will yeah. watch it again. It's just, uh, it's, it's a favorite for me. So I love, I love the way this one makes me feel. And like I started I, this, I, this podcast off with, this movie has a feeling to it, but it's yeah. a feeling you probably haven't experienced before. If you haven't seen this movie, you probably haven't experienced what this movie will make you feel. So it's definitely worth checking out. I would agree. I'm not sure exactly what the, what is equivalent to that feeling. I watched it the first time. And I was like, that movie is kind of weird. And then immediately, like the next morning, it's all I could think about. And I was just working and my wife was at home and I was like, I think I love that movie. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was like, and she turns to me and she's like, I think I loved it, too. (laughs) Even though all we could talk about was how weird it was. The next day, we're like, that movie was kind of great. And I wanted to watch it again. Like I I watch movies multiple times for the podcast, but like I couldn't wait to throw it back in and watch it again. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad. That's a fun one. All right. Well, let's do our what if. Let's do it. Now, Dean, my what if for you is what if Fool doesn't go back for Alice? What if the first part of the movie is longer and once he escapes, that's it. We're left with an unhappy ending. And uh, you could even just end it with like a close up of Alice looking out the attic window. Oh, no. And it's a sad, it's a sad, like, uh, yeah, um, creepy, weird kind of sad ending. Yeah. Um, what does that do? Cause the ending, the ending yeah. we get is a very, like, it's very much your happy ending. Like you feel really totally, great at yeah. the end of it, but you know, what if that wasn't the case? What if it was the other, the other end of that spectrum, which, you know, I think yeah. anybody who listens to the podcast knows I like those other types of ending. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very happy to get a sad or, uh, you know, weird ending that you're not expecting. Yeah. So what if this was I mean, the case? Like- what if, what if we got this? unhappy ending instead yeah yeah um like with avpr we had the what if of you know what if uh the military there finishes off the job and we both were on board with that we both wanted that to happen with that vibe of that movie um i'm opposite on this one i think i i don't really would not like if this one ended that way just because i don't think that's fool in this movie like i i like that he goes back and he wants to save alice because he's a kid like a kid, I feel like a kid doesn't really, especially with like how he's been portrayed in this movie, um, he's not just going to leave every, like he's not just going to leave her there. If he knows about it, I feel like he wants to go back and he wants to help her out in that situation because what he's trying to do is is help out in this movie. And I would find it kind of strange if he, if it was like that shot of her up in the window Okay, well, and he's and he's on. just fine. Let's not let's not talk about like fool's motivations so much. Okay. Like let's let's yeah. assume he doesn't go back. Like let's, let's not say that's not in his character to not go back. Let's say he doesn't go back. Let's say the movie does end okay. that way. What what does that do for the movie for you if that is actually the ending? Like how are you coming out of that? If that is the ending, okay. So here here if that is the ending, I'm saying give me the sequel. 
which is Ooh, like great, yeah. which is great for the studio, <laughs> right? It's great for the people making the movie. Um, I'm like, I need to see the next one. Yeah. I'm actually not super mad at it. I'm not, I'm, I'm coming out of the theater and I'm still like, I'm, this movie's good. I'm down with it. Honestly, it doesn't even change my opinion at all mm. of the entire movie, but I need more. I need that. Right. I, I need more out of that. I think, um, I like how it ends now, but if it ended with that, honestly, yeah, I think I'd just be primed for more. I think I'd be like, yes, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Voices Under the Stairs. Voices Under the Stairs, the sequel to People <laughs> Under the Stairs. Exactly. There it I want to see it. I'm there the first day. Opening opening weekend, I'm seeing Voices Under the Stairs. I'm going with you, and I'm forgetting who I went with. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, Tim. Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, I, I, like, honestly, I don't, I, it doesn't no, I think you nailed it. Me, I, I, like, I think yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, it doesn't make me it. super mad at the movie. I like your, uh, the sequel. The, the, the sequel polls was excellent, so. Okay, yeah. You got there. Perfect. Good job, Dean. Dean, thank you for joining for week two of uh, the Wicked Weeks of October. It's, oh, the Wicked Weeks. The Wicked Weeks so far have been great. They have been great. We got another week coming up next week. Ooh, another Wicked Week? Another Wicked Week. Okay. So um, you will be joining us for that? I will. How many weeks are there in October? I don't want to be scared for too many more of these. We have two more Wicked Weeks, but we will be dropping a Wicked Halloween episode. Excellent. Because we have to. Because How we could we to. not drop an episode on Halloween? Yes. We dropped one on Halloween last year. We will drop one on Halloween this year. And we will drop one on Halloween next year. Yes. Uh, Dean, thank you for joining. You're welcome, Tim. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We will catch you next time. Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. Hello, darling. It's me, Tessianos, host of the ongoing comic book discussion podcast. And if I got a Halloween treat for you. This October, I am hosting a horror comic marathon for 31 days. That's right, my frightful fiends. Every single day from October 1st to October 31st, OCD will review a horror comic to count down to the greatest holiday ever conjured. You can follow OCD on Instagram and OCD Podcast, Facebook at facebook.com slash OCD podcast and Twitter at ongoing comic pod. It's going to be a hauntingly good time, so be there or or just just be there. Ooh. That's it for another episode. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you'd like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. 
You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as TalkBackPod, or by email at TalkBackPod at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews will help more people find Talking Back. All right, that's it. We're done.